Well, it's time for Texas Homegrown Music, and I've got a guest today, Matt Hillier, that you're going to love. So I'm not going to take a lot of time. I want to get to it. Before I do, I'm going to do a song called Like a Lily, which is um, it's a song that I wrote about my childhood. And for everybody out there that had a rough one, let me just tell you that, you know, this journey, you can't control it. A lot of times it just happens the way it does, and you got to make the best of it. And that's what I've done in my lifetime, and I hope you continue to do that as well. And we're going to come back with Matt Hillier after this song, Like a Lily, from yours truly, Maylee Thomas, right here on Texas Homegrown Music. Strong like a lily, rich as a river, washed in the blood
Hey, here we are back with Texas Homegrown Music, and my guest today is Matt Hillier. Matt, welcome to the show. Glad to be back on the show. It's my second time I around. I know, always it is. Good. Second time around is always good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, always good catching up with you. Well, I speaking of catching up with you, I really enjoyed seeing you, I guess it was probably a little over a month ago, uh, when you opened up for Chris Cagle out at the Box Garden. We talked about you dropping some songs off of your new record that's coming out called Glorietta, and you've already dropped Glorietta. I watched the video. That was cool. Where did you do that at? Looked out looked like it was out in West Texas. Somewhere, no, I was in Glorietta. Glorietta, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, you actually went to New Mexico. Yeah, my mom uh has got a place up there, and um, it uh, you know, when the pandemic hit, uh, it was right when my spring daughter's spring breaks were both going on, and my youngest at the time, she you know, there's no way to prepare for that or to, to explain to a young kid that, like what that is i mean it, it was hard for us to understand and uh so she had all these plans that she wanted to go here and go there for spring break and i was like well i had to sort of explain to her it's like no we're not doing any of that like we can't we really can't do anything and it was just you know heartbreaking for them but we were able to go to my mom's place out out in glorietta because she was still getting settled out there and i was able to kind of help her move some of her stuff in and uh, help help with a lot of that stuff, and and also just go hiking with with my my daughter every day, and just um, just is kind of the perfect getaway from the city. And you know, I've you know been married for quite some time, and as any of us can attest, during the pandemic, that probably stressed and tested everybody. And I think that, like at a certain point in time, it it wasn't such a bad idea for for me to have some place to go and give her some respite from uh from all of that. Uh, so it was a, so it was her it, spring know, break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were out there, and and uh, I don't know. I just. I also wanted to be able to get away and sort of write some stuff. And uh, so that's kind of where that, that song came from is just talking about getting out of town, getting away from the hustle and bustle of, of uh, Dallas and getting into someplace pretty and someplace that you can just sort of ease your mind and just relax a little bit. Well, Glorietta, so how, how big a place is Glorietta? What's uh, I mean, from from Dallas where you're living and to there has got to be quite a tra- change. Yeah, there's no real town to it. It's just like it's just it really it's out. It's about half an hour outside of Santa Fe, and my mom's got a place like eleven acres out there, and in the Sangre de Cristo oh, uh, so beautiful. mountains, and it's gorgeous. You know, it's really gorgeous. It's, she lives in a canyon. Uh, she's got a like an Amtrak train that runs through her property every day. It's which you know, I, first when she told me that, it's like that sounds kind of annoying, but really it's awesome, you know, cause it's just kind of, you, you just sort of count on it. And then depending on who's driving the train, if you, if you see them and you wave, they'll give you a honk. And, uh, that's pretty cool. Well, you know, and, uh, that, yeah, you gotta, you gotta think about whether or not it's going to disrupt something. Cause I played a gig on Saturday night at a new, at a new venue out in uh, Denison called kickbacks, by the way. So if you ever want to play there, let me know. It's a cool, it's a cool venue. But they do have a train that comes through like every two hours. And I literally mm-hmm. was at the beginning of a song and it was really soft. I think the train literally drives right past the building and it came rolling through. And I thought I was in the movie, My Cousin Vinny. It literally blew us off. 
Yeah. I had to stop and start over. It was the first time I'd ever been interrupted by a train in a song. I can say that I've experienced that same sort of thing. Have you? Before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Glorietta, I, I, I'm sorry that I wasn't familiar with it, but I'm very familiar with Santa Fe and love the area. I've got lots of friends actually from Texas that have decided to move there and, and make that their kind of final resting place for the next 20, 30 years. And I've spent some time out there in the the last few years and I absolutely love it. So I'm sure you're not going to mind going to see your mom in in that area because it's just gorgeous. I've never seen a sunset so bright and beautiful in reds and fuchsia colors like it is um, behind the mountains there. Yeah, it's really amazing. And uh, it's, you know, of course, you know, it's, it's, weird for me not to have her close um but it's good you know it's good to it's a good place to go it's a good place to be and um it takes me about a week or so to get used to the altitude you know yeah. that that's one thing that gets me it's just i get i get just out of breath you know yeah i not i don't respond well to that but um but i do love i do love the land and it's 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 good to get out there and see her out there get away from the hustle and bustle. It sounds like you and your mom have a really good relationship and i admire you for that having um since i'm a mom of two of two adult boys that i hope will continue to to be close to me throughout their years yeah no she and i have always been you know pals you know when when i was a kid we were always ride around in, in the car together, running errands and everything. We just were always, always together, you know, and she would, when I was starting music, um, I think that I was just sort of such a, like, sort of troubled kid, nothing major, but just, you know, couldn't sit still and was always sort of in trouble in school for that reason. So we were at odds, you know, especially around like sixth or seventh grade. And, you know, that's when it really started to manifest itself. And, um, and so whenever I started playing music was was pretty much really early. Like I started playing professionally, I guess, when I was about seventh grade. And she would she figured I think her and my dad both figured that, that they, could, they could either support it and have me actually get into something that was productive because it was working out. You know, it was actually working out um, or, you know. Or they could make it hard. So they, my mom would take me to shows, you know, she would take me to Hash Brown's Blues Jam on Sunday night when I knew she knew I had to go to school in the morning. We'd wait around for my turn to get up on stage and she would take me to all these shows and just argue with door guys and everything like that to get me in just to sort of say, if, you know, if, if you're going to do this, you have to do it. You know, you've got to you actually have to want to do it. And so she fought for it a whole lot. We were, we're very close. That's awesome. It's awesome that she's able to she was able to watch the ride and continue um, to see you flourish and do so well in life with it. And I mean, how nice for you that you knew very early on that this was a passion that you had and not only just a passion, but you actually acted on it. And because a lot of people, it's just a thought in their mind. And they kind of, you know, think about it, but you actually did the work and you've done the groundwork and certainly played for many, many years to get the kudos that you do with um, not only your your solo act, but the years that you had 1100 Springs and now back to doing this. I'll tell you, I'm amazed at at how much you play, Matt, and how m- many gigs you are at on the road. I, I follow you um, on Facebook and I follow your shows and you're a hardworking country dude. That is for sure. I see you playing a lot. 
And uh, it's it pays off, obviously. And it's also it's you know, it's not just it's probably not just something that you love to do. It's, it's who you are. And at least that is for me. And I, I can't imagine my life without doing music. When I when I had to slow down during the pandemic, it was crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's it gets in your blood. Uh, you know, it, and you're, you're, I appreciate all the nice things you're saying. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you have to work hard. You've got to work hard because if you don't, somebody else is going to be working harder than you and they're going to do better, have better results and all of that stuff. And I'm not otherwise employable, really. <laughs> you know, like I don't have any. You didn't, have, any, so you, early you didn't that, have a second and a third thing to fall back on. <laughs> no, I was just, I was too hyper focused on doing, doing this stuff. Uh, I still love to do it, you know, and um, I think I'll probably be working harder now than ever. Somebody, you know, recently asked me, a couple of people have asked me this after, since 1100 Springs isn't playing anymore. People, you know, I don't know if they're joking or they're just kind of ignorant to how things work, playing music, but like, how how's retirement? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, Man, I'm working harder than ever. I was Nobody say, retires in this business. Say, I, don't, I haven't seen any retirement from you, buddy. I mean, I, no. If, no, and then even if you did, like, just get out of the music biz, you'd still have to do something else, you know? It's not like you ever really got paid that much money in the first place, you know? But, um, uh, no, it's yeah. I, I, I still love to work, and I still love to travel and doing it. And, um, you know, just like any other job, some days and some gigs are better than others um but it's what we do it's kind of what we signed up for so absolutely you're either going to do yeah you're either going to do it or you're not and you get back to you know talking about starting early and just knowing what you what you wanted to do i was surrounded by professional musicians and i saw the way how hard the life could be and i had to ask myself then it's just like well i mean is that still what i want to do and there was never a question it's like yeah no there's that's the only thing i want to do ever and and it's remained that way. So, uh, but it is you know it's a test for it's a test for anybody who wants to get into the biz, so to speak. It's just it's, don't let anybody tell you that it's that's easy. It's easy. It's harder now than it ever has been. Even though there's it's easy to self promote easier easier than it ever has been to do all that. Um, but you, you know, you're, you're up against the entire world. Yeah, everybody's, it it's a lot. everybody's got a new release, you know? Absolutely. And, I, and, and it's don't... so easy to get your music out, but at the same time, because of that, it is so competitive and there's just so many choices that people have that we have to really, we have to hone in on who are we trying to capture and how do we get them to continue to come out and see us play night after night and during the week. Cause you can't make a career for, of a Friday and Saturday night. I tried to do it for years cause I worked, you know, jobs and you've got to, you got to be willing to play during the week as well. And, and it's, or have a side hustle. You need to, you know, you have to be open to having some sort of side hustle that's going to, you know, fill in the gaps if you can. Yep. Um, but the other thing about it is it's just like, with all of that being said, one thing that's changed in the music business that, that, I don't know what the solution is for, but where's the money, man? Where, you know, if you make a, you know, you make a new album and uh, how do you, how do you sell it? They just give it away. I know. You know, like, and I don't know, there's, there's ways to, to sort of, you know, get it out there to where you, there's streams of income that you can, that are different, but you know, 
it's just it's just a real odd time and i think some really reform has got to happen well I, um, I i think that the key for a lot of it matt is because of the streaming thing um i mean unless you're just some major major um artist that's got a lot of bucks behind it and promotion from a label or whatever many of us that are doing it on indies we we just have to play live shows and i still you know that that's still the biggest income for me is playing live shows selling merchandise uh, getting festival gigs and hopefully um, continuing to just grow and, and be able to manifest my music throughout uh, Texas and the region because word of mouth. And you've done a great job of it. And when we come back, I want to talk about some ways that you've done that. But you, we're going to play Glorietta, which is the title track off of the title of the album that's going to be coming out in February. And I know that you've already dropped this as a um, video as well. And uh, really enjoyed watching it. I always like watching you play. You just make it look so easy. And it's obviously because you've been doing it for so long. You've certainly paid well, those 10,000 hours. But um, is there some something you want to say about this uh, to segue into Glorietta? Well, I'll tell you, it's it's on the music platforms, wherever you can buy it or just get it for free. <laughs> I hope however you get it and listen to it, I hope you listen to it and dig it. It's a it's a song, again, about getting out of town and uh and i will say that the that i'm a proud dallasite and i i've had a you know sort of stick up for dallas to people all my life and um and i will continue to do so because i love dallas so don't let the lyrics fool you and the fact that just it's kind of like talking about getting away from dallas and how you just had enough of dallas well, i already um, know you love dallas i heard the opening lines about deep lm and dallas and yeah all that. but that's your it's your home it'll always be your home ground and eight airs and elm and main street and down and downtown yeah. that you know that's your turf and we we all know that and we appreciate it and it becomes weirder though you know it's just it's, i when you drive around now it's just they've they've built so it's gotten so big and the traffic is so crazy and i know i sound like an old guy saying it but that's kind of was the uh inspiration to, to talk about how i wanted to get out of dallas and especially i wrote it in the time where the pandemic had just hit and it's just i'm in the same house and i'm you know in the same town and just needed to and at the time i'll tell you this this is the exact thing that sort of inspired my thought was that i was stuck in the house and they were building a cell phone tower outside of my house and the guys on the tower were blasting their music and you know that's their prerogative and then on the street somebody was jackhammering something <laughs> you know they were jackhammering the, 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 it's, it's just sit, sounds of the city yeah. and you're stuck in there you're already frustrated because you're stuck in your house and you, I really, I was just like, man, I got to get out of here. Well, you, know? you so, did, and you wrote, so that's really, kind of where it comes you from. wrote a great song about it. And it, we're playing it right now called Glorietta with Matt Hillier on Texas Homegrown Music. And we're going to come back and talk about what makes Matt such a special guy. And there's lots of lots of things, Aww. but there's something in particular that I want to talk about. And we'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas. Spread the 
red rock canyons of New Mexico Sangre de Cristo, I'm headed west as fast as I can go I'm taking what's left of me Search of some recovery for my soul I gotta roll If I don't get to Glorietta It's sure if I bet I'm gonna lose control with Matt Hillier here on Texas Homegrown Music. Matt, what I want to say to all the people that are listening out there is what makes you such a beautiful soul is the way that you are so open to collaborate and bring other artists together. And I think that I I really attribute that more to country music artists than I do any other genre, although I love all kinds of music. I, I grew up listening to rock and jazz and blues and soul and certainly country. My my grandfather um, played a plethora of instruments, including guitar and violin and all that. And he played with a lot of uh, Texas and Oklahoma-based 
um, country bands. So I got a little bit of it all. But what I love about you is that you are so open to write with other artists. And actually, um, one of my one of my good friends, Crystal Yates, her song uh, Raining in Amarillo, I believe you wrote that yeah. with her. Did you not? Yeah, we did. I just played a show with her the other night. She's so special. Well, her and Will are both just so talented and just such great people. Well, yeah. and I love that song. And I think about you every time she play, sings it with me. We we have a little side gig that we do together once in a while called um, Ball and Chain. And it's with the Quentin, Hope, and Chaz, and mm-hmm. Will, and Crystal. And we have a lot of fun. And um, she... She told me that you helped her write that song, and I've and I've heard you, you know, have had writing sessions with a lot of people, which segues into this whole thing that you started that I I, I saw with the sequestered songwriters, and you guys pulled together this. I, I guess it's a nonprofit, five hundred one c three. Yeah. Tell me about yeah. it, and tell me what um you know what was the impetus for for putting that together. Well, it wasn't supposed to be anything at all. And it was really Courtney Patton and Jason Eady's um, idea. You know, we were all stuck in the house. And it was April 6th, I think, is Merle Haggard's birthday. And we, Courtney was like, you know, we should do something, some sort of live stream. Because everybody learned how to live stream, right? right? Like uh, over over the pandemic and uh, trying to figure out how to get tips and make any kind of money. But this wasn't about money at all. This was just for fun. And and so she she said, uh, let's do a, a live stream where we all take turns posting from our pages and people can just jump from one page to the next. We'll have we'll have a it was it was I don't know, it was a pretty tight knit group of folks, maybe 10 or 15 people on the very first one. And uh, we just did Merle Haggard songs. And it was janky because, you know, like you would do your song and then you couldn't really communicate with each other as far as like who's up next. You just kind of go, okay, so now we're going to Wade, everybody go over to Wade Bowen's page and he's going to get up on there and, and he'd have to get on at this right time. And it was really kind of weird. And so, um, unfortunately, but we were only supposed to do it one time that that was the whole idea, which is going to be a one-time thing. And then, um, but we decided that uh, after John Prine passed that week and he died of COVID, uh, we were like, man, we really should we should do it again because everybody had such a good time with it. It's like we should do it again and, um, you know, just do John Prine songs and really, you know, pay tribute to one of the best. Absolutely. Um, and so I had the idea and I, I just thought about it, it's like. There has to be a way where it's not so disconnected. Like we, if we create a page for it and then, you know, either somebody's the ad man and they, you know, either we give everybody the ad man status so they can get on when it's or, or we or we figure out a way to where the ad man will go to that person's page in a different window. And when it comes time, you, you just post their stream and it becomes more seamless. Now there were, there were technical difficulties that always are, but it, it worked. It worked and it was fun and everybody was loving it so much and we weren't doing anything else. And it was, there were so many people watching on those first initial ones that, that it just grew. It grew. It kind of became, it was like, it just was like a kind of all the rage at the, at the moment. And, um, so we just kept doing it because it was fun. It was a fun thing to do on Monday nights, and everybody who was watching 
kind of was like, hey, we would love to tip you guys. This is really just saving our sanity. It's like, well, it's saving ours, too. Yeah. And uh, so but we were like, we're really not doing this for money. You know, it's just this is just for for fun and a good time. Uh, but then we thought about it. It's like, well, I'll tell you what, we got an opportunity here. Um, so we created a nonprofit for it and, you know, set up a Venmo account and people could could tip. And it just kind of that money grew and grew and grew. And the whole mission of the nonprofit is to help musicians in need, people who are in the industry and uh and there are a lot of them all the oh, time, absolutely. you know, people who don't have insurance and people who, you know, that we've, and we've been able to cut some pretty good sized checks with the whole deal. And we haven't done anything really. We, we hopped on and did, I think one for Merle Haggard's birthday again, but then everybody got busy again without playing and stuff like that. But there, I know that we're planning on something coming up, you know, relatively soon, which we may bro- break over a few different days um, just to, you know, pop up and say, hey, everybody, we're still here and uh, you can still donate to this just to keep that money coming in because uh, it goes out for sure. And we've been able to really help some people. Well, I think just, it's a just great just idea. Doing something, I mean, be- yeah, just by doing something we would have been doing, we were just doing for fun. And so it, it's been kind of one of the most rewarding things. And Courtney and Jason, really should get most of the credit and they do for for organizing it and keeping it going but it's me and courtney and jason that that uh, kind of headed up starting it and you know well i love it and we, we need more and more of it i know we we did the same thing during the pandemic with the mckinney musician relief fund and it's a same kind of thing that we did a live um, stream and got a lot of musicians involved in and because we found out through um, COVID, which unfortunately, so many of our musician friends that got COVID and had to go in the hospital and didn't have insurance and they were getting, you know, pummeled with it. We we realized, you know, we've got to start stepping up and helping our our fellow musicians in some way that we can. And um, I, I sure would like to see those things grow more in all the regions and every city and every um place out there but have you have you done any sequestered songwriters um events in person where people could yeah yes we did we did a big festival um last october um that was um so much fun i mean just the 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 scope of we did it out at uh uh, austin ranch it's out in Justin, Texas. Well, I'm going to open up I, an I, invitation. I totally getting that wrong. I I would love for you guys to consider to come into McKinney and doing it at our place at the sanctuary. Would I would it's a, love yeah. to have it because our room is such a listening room, and and from watching uh-huh. um, what you guys do, uh, it seems like it would be a really cool kind of atmosphere. And I know I know we could get people to come out. So when you get a chance. Talk to me about it. Get with your people. Let's put yeah. something on the books to have you guys come and do it, and we can have a big fundraiser for it and and help some more musicians. I would I would love, yeah. love to do that. It was it was so much fun. The, the scope of it was it was a it was a lot because I mean, I believe there. I mean, there had to be upwards of thirty of us playing that day, and he and coming from all over the country, and uh, just a lot of those those people had been with us most every single week doing it uh for a whole year and um 
it was it was challenging to get them all to get everybody in one place. It was like a lot like herding cats. Oh yeah, herding and, wet uh, cats. But, but, and, but at the end of the end of the night, you know, you can imagine the kind of good times and parties that we had, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It, it's it, it'd be a whole. I I would love to. I would I want us to put some more events on, even if they're not that scale. Even if you know it was just an umbrella that we could continue to put shows on, and when people are in town. Or if we can bring people to town, you, you'd get, you know, it's just a sequestered songwriters present. Well, listen, you know, you know um, TMR is coming up again next year. You know, I'm real involved uh-huh. in it. I know you are, too. Um, uh-huh. Why don't we talk about maybe doing it on that Friday or that Thursday before um, the festival? Because a lot of the artists will probably already be coming in for TMR. And um, let's see if we can't put something together. We can, you know, make some money for um for your nonprofit. Cause I'm all about helping our fellow musicians. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Well, um, yeah. let's talk about this record some more. You've got, I, I love this second song that's coming up. Cause my, I've been telling my kids my whole life and I know everybody does. We, it's a, something we say over and over again, that life is about the journey. And for you, mm-hmm. um, you wrote a song that's, it's all about the ride. And, um, uh, let, let me, let me hear your take on that and what, what made you come up with this song? Cause I really dig it. Well, I wrote it with my friend Mark David Manders, and uh, Mark and I have written a handful of songs uh, together over the years, and it's always uh, (laughs) – Mark is such a loose cannon of a person in the best kind of way. I love him a lot. Um, But I had had a fragment of this song that had been living in, you know, the whatever folder of – you know, unfinished lyrics probably been living there for years. And every time I go back to look through those things, most of the time it's like, well, there's a reason that never got finished. It's terrible. You know, (laughs) (laughs) throw that away. But I don't know the first, the first few lines of the song that existed, I I thought, well, this is kind of funny, you know, that's kind of interesting to say the least, you know? And, uh, Mark and I were digging through the stuff and he's, it seemed kind of perfect to, it seemed like the perfect song to write with Manders because he's kind of a, uh, like I say, a loose cannon, a bit of a mess. And so am I. And the two of us, when we get together, it's a whole, you know, it's like just a big stew of a mess, (laughs) fire and gasoline, you know, and it's a lot of fun. If gasoline is tequila, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so it just made sense. It just made sense for us to sit down and try to write this song about because I didn't really, I wasn't really sure what it was about. You know, I really wasn't sure what it, it's got this description of like, uh, just sort of, I don't know, existential existence. You know, and and I'm thinking, well, this he's the perfect guy to write it, uh, write it with. But what are we writing about? And it became the deeper we got into it, it became clear that we're writing about ourselves. You know, just like how we're we're off the beaten path kind of dudes that march to our own drummer and, you know, like probably freak people out <laughs> in a certain <laughs> kind of way. <laughs> and, but, uh, but good people. And that's kind of where the song is, 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 is coming from. It's just basically saying, you know, yeah, you're right. It's all about the journey, but some, some people's journeys are different than others. And, and uh, one is, one is not right and one is not wrong most of the time. Exactly. So just because just because we're, we're we're on a different path doesn't mean it's it's not you know 
Well, and I'm grateful for that. Aren't you? I talk about it all the time. I don't want us to all be the same. I don't, I, you know, I love the fact that we have um, this subjective life that um, some people um, like chocolate. Some people don't. Some people love my art. Some people don't. And uh, it's okay. That's what makes this world such a beautiful place for me anyway. I like all the variety. And, and so we're going to play that song right now. It's all about the ride. If you guys are just tuning in, you're listening to Maylee Thomas and Texas homegrown music with my guest, Matt Hillier. Um, And if you guys don't know who Matt is, I don't know where you've been in Texas, but uh, he was uh, with 1100 Springs for years and he's out on his own now doing very, very well. Um, And his second album coming out in February, this song will be, um, it's out now actually. So it's all about the ride. You can get it on your streaming networks. We hope that you'll actually buy it, but um, who knows? I, I got a check the other day and I saw all those hundreds of streams and I think that it added up to like ninety two dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 nuts. Yeah, but uh, it's it's our life and we love it. We wouldn't do it any other way. So let me play this song for you now and we'll come back and talk to Matt about what he's got coming up for you right here on Texas Homegrown Music. I've seen winners, I've seen losers Soccer moms to drug abusers They say beggars can't be choosers When it comes to friends If I were rich I'd be eccentric For me I'm just crazy Trying to tell a story When I don't know how it ends I've stood my ground when chips were down And all my friends could not be found Did my best to face each test Look the other way And I'll be standing here When the coast is clear And all my friends reappear With my luck they'll tell me That I'm standing in the way And I've been broken down before And I've seen my share of slamming doors And parts of me reside Somewhere on the other side that lies ahead of me is full of twists and turns one thing that i've learned is it's all about the ride
All right, here we are back with Matt Hillier. And Matt, you just got through playing um, at our big Texas State Fair. How was that? Uh, well, uh, to, uh, I hate to correct you, but that I was told this. When you say, when you talk about the State Fair of Texas, you say the State Fair of Texas and not the Texas State Fair. Okay, sorry. That's what I was told. Yeah, you're right. No, you're look, right. I didn't know. The State Fair of Texas, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know. And somebody, somebody says, actually, it's the State Fair of Texas. I'm like, okay, well, you knew what I was talking about, right? Okay, great. <laughs> um, no, but it was great. It's always fun. It's And, and this year, I played a lot. Um I did Mondays just acoustic on the the uh, the wine garden stage, and uh, that was just fun. You never know who you're going to run into, and they they gave me the title of resident artist. I saw that. Uh, I saw that. Weird. I was like, okay, it's, man. Yeah, what do you have to do to get the cool. residency at the state? I think you just have to play a whole lot of shows. <laughs> you know, like uh, I think that's it. I, you know what was sweet though? I think that um, the good people at State Fair Records who've done such a great job in putting. Uh, Texas music on those stages and really making sure that these are up and coming working original artists that are playing most of these stages. Um, and not just, you know, sometimes if it would be a cover band or, and there's nothing wrong with that either, but like, I'm just saying they really kind of focused on trying to bring attention to, you know, people who are out there promoting their own music and, and especially in the North Texas area, they did a great job. And I think that they were really kind of uh, tr trying to give me a tip of the cap, just saying, hey, you know, we appreciate what you do and stuff like that, which makes me feel great. And it just, you know, it's a good it's a good association, the State Fair of Texas. And um, again, you never know who you're going to run into and you never know who's going to see you. And uh, uh, and it's just a, it's a lot of it's a whole lot of fun. And you get like, you know, you do a, a set and then you got like an hour to go do whatever you dogs want to do. and fried fried whatever what so did you try anything that was really weird out there this year any kind of no not really fried oreos and whatever no I, I can't hang i can't hang with, no. with too much fried Me food either, anymore right? but I, I used to love a, to go 20 you know years ago 25 years ago when i could eat that stuff but i i, I, I can't even think about it now I do. I always get a corny dog. That's what I always get. The Fletcher's corny dog. And they, you know, I had a, I did an event for uh, like some friends at the state fair um, did like a day or two before it opened you know, at the Fletcher's booth and got to meet the, some of the Fletcher's family, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, that was pretty cool. Free corny dogs and cold beer. And, there you, go. you know, Who can't, can't yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty cool, but uh, you know, it's it's a great deal. And then the State Fair All Star Band, which com comprises a bunch of musicians from different artists on State Fair Records, uh, they played, and then I would go sit in with them as well. well I so, saw that. Who who was who was in the band this year? Uh, John Pedigo, Abel Casillas, Jeff Ryan, uh, uh, Nathan Nathan Wells. Yeah, it's it, uh, great stuff. All great stuff. all great dudes that have actually been on the show. I, the only one is John. I need to get John on the show. Everybody else has been on the show, and He's well, a hoot. I really liked seeing the lineup and seeing a lot of the um, State Fair Records artists on there. And and hey, I can't imagine the 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 fair, the Texas, the State Fair of Texas, not having Texas artists on it, and certainly don't want to go and just listen to. Um, you know, a lot of uh, and n nothing against cover bands. I listen. I've, I've had to do it myself once in a while. But if you're going to be original, you need you know which 
State Fair of Texas always talks about how they're the original of so many different things. Make mm-hmm. sure you have some original artists, too. And I think they did a pretty good job this year. I saw the lineup and a lot of my good friends were out there. Great weather, a little bit hot, a little bit hotter uh-huh. than normal, I think. But uh but it was a, it was nice, and I saw record record breaking turnout. So could it had to be good. Did you get to see any of the like pig races or the dog races or the? No, no, I really didn't. You know, I should I should have. I, I, I mainly what I would do is just hop over and, and jam with the, the all star band some, and uh, you know just talk to people because that's it, just one thing. It's like I say, you don't know who you're going to see, and then inevitably for every set, I would see somebody that I hadn't seen in a long time, right. or get to meet somebody new. And before you know it, the break is over, and you got to go back to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is great, you know, which is a lot of fun. So. Well, I loved having you on the show, Matt. As usual, you're just a stellar artist and and somebody that everybody can love and enjoy. There's never been a time that I've heard you that I didn't walk away and say, man, that guy is so freaking talented. And I I just love and admire all the work that you do for all other artists as well. You're just one of those cheerleaders for everybody that's out there trying to do something. And I think you're such a great representative of Texas artists. You re- represent us really well, honey, and I appreciate it. Let people know how Thank they can you. find you. What uh, tell, tell them what platforms that they can find you on most. And- well, I'm on the socials. I'm on Instagram, Matt, 1100, Matt Cat 1100. Uh, and then I'm on Facebook. I have a couple of accounts. I got a friend account, and then I got one of those ones. If you if I'm maxed out, you can follow me at the the professional page. Um, and I'm on you know Twitter. I don't tweet as much as I should, but um, and then I even have a TikTok, although I don't understand how to do it really. You know, like I've got some stuff up there, but it's intimidating to me because you know. I need I need my fourteen year old daughter to show give me show me <laughs> right? the stuff you know right because if she, if she tells me to do something she's like dad this is what you got to do and if it makes her laugh then then I'll do it I will be the butt of a joke just to make her laugh but if I try to do it myself like I'm trying to be cool with the kids oh man I feel I just feel like <laughs> such a poser. Yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I need to get on it and figure it out because that's what people are doing these days. I know. And the, and the good people at the record label are like, hey, you need to do the TikToks. You know, you're you're a funny guy. You know, you could you could come up with some stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I feel, I'm, I feel it. I, I just use my um, I'm sorry. I, I'm kind of falling between the cracks on that. I, that I, I'm, I'm the same way. It, it took me forever just to figure out, you know, how to stream whenever um, we went into COVID. It was like, oh, here we go. I'm forced now to yeah. learn all this. So, well, we're going to play That's How You Know. And um, I, I know this. The reason why people love you so much is because you're genuine and they can feel it just from this interview. You're just who you are. And I love that about you, Matt. Give your wife a big hug for me. I think she's a doll. And let tell your daughter she really hit the jackpot having you guys as parents. Oh, it's, it's kind you're of too nice. You're too no, nice. No such thing. So um, we'll be back right here on Texas Homegrown Music. But right now we're going to play Matt Hilliard's That's How You Know. Don't forget to look for his whole album coming out in February and we'll certainly mention it right here as soon as it gets closer called um, Glorietta thank you again Matt for being on the show and we'll be right back thank you it's always nice 
When it gets started, we break the ice with fun, light-hearted. Talk about where we've been, situations that we've been in. Remembering the good old days. Nice girls bring a bottle of red while the wild boys bring the liquor instead. And if you were asking me, they got favors that you can't see. Cause they still got hell to raise. The guy from that thing is telling his stories. And even though we've heard them before, he's gonna tell them all again. Hoping we remember when he was a household name. People get looser after about an hour. Music and talk start to get a little louder. And inhibitions slip away. Then you hear somebody say, Hey, we should play a drinking game. tabletop and it shattered all over the floor one of the girls thought it'd be clever to play a game called I never and some of those husbands and wives started airing out their personal lives then they weren't having fun anymore some folks started rounding on after too many trips to the john They just kept talking away Without a damn thing to say That anyone wanted to hear Some drunk-ass punk named Andy He got bold and he got a little handsy With somebody else's girl This big biker dude named Earl Anyone in the right mind would fear But this fool's just got puffed up And it showed order he got roughed up Earl whipped his ass through the house and into the You know when the 
That's the close of another show for us here on Texas Homegrown Music. My guest, Matt Hillier, and what a lovely soul he is. I just love talking to him and, and learning more about what's going on out there on the road with all these Texas artists. And I'll tell you, they do work hard for very little money. So you remember that when you go out and you see these guys play and they have a tip jar, be sure to give them a little bit of extra because sometimes they're just traveling to literally pay for the gas that they get there with and get back home. So I know how hard it is that they, they work. And uh, I, I just enjoy so much being able to share their gift across the globe on this little bit show of Texas Homegrown Music. And thanks for listening. I want to give a shout out once again to all of my sponsors that make this available for me every week. The Guitar Sanctuary, of course, Tupps Brewery and Burris Injury Law for always supporting. Just remember to love life. You get out of what you put into it. And I'm going to end the show today with another young artist by the name of Parker Toomey. He plays keyboards for Paul Cawthon and he often, often opens the shows for him as well. He's got a new record out called All This Life, and this is the song from that title track, All This Life. Parker Toomey will be back next week right here on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas. Thanks for coming. See you next time. Let's leave our troubles at the door Can you dive deep into my eyes And help me find that smile Hell, I hardly ever use it anymore All this life And I can't remember half of who I am All this time I swear if one more person tells me There ain't darkness in the Shut you up, ain't no one living right And I've yet to find my purpose all the while Every time I pass, I leave a penny on the tracks The wells are far too quiet for my soul Back out.
dismay If dying is a friend I'd like to know There ain't nothing that's as real as my two hands upon that steering wheel If you dealt the cards I'd probably fold All this life 